Are you tired of social media posts that boast the perfect family? Has it ever made you question what you are doing wrong? Have you ever questioned why God would entrust you to raise another human, let alone two or more? Well, my friend, you are in the right place. I'm here to assure you that God does not make mistakes. You are the parent of your children on purpose. That's right, you, in all your imperfection. I want to encourage you that with God's help, you can parent your kids exactly how they need. Sure, you'll make mistakes along the way, but we have God's grace to fill in our gaps, and He's just waiting to lift you up and help you out. So join me today as we partner with God in our parenting journeys for an uplifting message of hope. But don't forget to say hi to God first. He loves you and is waiting for you to hang out with Him each day. Ready? Let's go! Hey, coffee lovers, guess what we're brewing over at coffeewithjesusbox.com. We have a new study that just came out. It's not our study, but it's the one that we've chosen to add to our new box called Wisdom from the Proverbs. And we start that study on July 12th on our Facebook Lives every Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. So you don't have to be a coffee lover to join us. Head on over to our Facebook page and join us jump on our website coffeewithjesusbox.com and join our email list so that you can get weekly encouragement on Tuesdays. It's called Take Heart Tuesdays because Jesus has the victory already and I want to encourage you that he does and I want you to I want you to remember that we already have the victory so take heart. It's Tuesday and it's going to be okay. But we also have a special blend of coffee coming over from Miles to Go Coffee in Chester, New Hampshire. That's what we're featuring in this month's box. So definitely head on over to coffeewithjesusbox.com and get your subscription today. And we'll get it in the mail to you in a couple of weeks so we can get your coffee freshly roasted for you, just for you. All right, guys, jump on over to the Facebook page, Coffee with Jesus Box, or head over to our website, coffeewithjesusbox.com, and join our newsletter so that we can keep you up to date on what's happening and our latest and greatest Bible studies. See you there. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I am so glad you're here. I hope you had a great Independence Day weekend here in the United States. If you're in a different country, of course, you may not uh, know what I'm talking about, but here in America, we spent this weekend celebrating our independence from England back in the 1700s. And it's a big deal here in America. So maybe some of you went to some barbecues or uh, up here it was kind of a rainy weekend here in New England. I'm not sure about elsewhere. But we celebrated anyway because we can and we want to. So it was warm. So that was nice. And we did have some clear skies right around the time we wanted to shoot off some fireworks. So we did. And in fact, the rain actually came down right towards the end. And that was okay because we were done, first of all. And we're going to do it anyway because we're Americans, right? So we have, we always have a great time on 4th of July weekend. We got to meet some new friends uh, through mutual friends at a barbecue. 
and got to catch up with some old friends up at a place where my family and I used to go every summer. So it's been a great weekend full of friends. And as you probably can tell, my voice is a little crackly, so I'm sorry about that. But we did a lot of talking this weekend and a lot of woohooing. And uh, it was just a fun-filled weekend with friends and family. We also shipped off <laughs> my oldest to camp for the week. So my other daughter came back from one camp and we spent a day together. And my other daughter headed off to camp. So it's a, it's a camp-filled summer for sure for them. And it's the first one. So they're all they're loving it. They're loving having the opportunity to step away from um, our house and be under different authority for a week and just spread their wings and become these amazing girls of God. And as you know, my my youngest was saved a couple weeks ago at camp. So it's just been an unbelievable summer already. And it's only the beginning of July. So it's, it's just, I'm, I can't even explain into words which is the only thing I have for you, um, what it feels like. Um, I'm just going to take a sip of coffee so my throat doesn't uh, continue. Thank you for that pause. But I actually came to talk to you about friends, and God actually decided to say, no, actually, I want you to talk about something else. So we're actually going to talk a little bit about spiritual gifts today. And why are we talking about spiritual gifts when it comes to kids? And parenting. Well, spiritual gifts are a blessing from God when you accept this, the accept Jesus and the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And we are imbued with different things. So everybody has something different. And it doesn't mean that two people can't have the same thing because that's certainly the case here. But um, they're, they're meant to be used for God's glory for community among one another, so with friends, for friends, um, and God gets the glory for all of it because without him, we wouldn't have these things. I mean, we all have talents. We all have abilities. We all have interests. Those are something that I think that grow in us as we uh, experience life. Some things we are just naturally bent towards because of genetics and uh, but other things are just environment. So you know, I'm not here to argue about um, nature versus nurture because I really don't think there's a versus involved in that. I think both things come into play together and they're meant to work together because that's how God created us. But if we go to 1 Corinthians 12, there's a lot. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. But if we start in verse 4, God says, Now there are varieties of gifts. But the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service. But the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities. But it is the same God who empowers them in all, all in every one. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. So see, we're given these gifts to work together, to encourage one another, to correct one another, to live in community to live together. So there's the friendship that I'm talking about. And that's what led me to spiritual gifts. And he just kind of kept me on a path here. So we're given these things for the common good. Okay. And I'm going to skip 
verses 8 through 10, you, I want to go ahead and read verse, first, first Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, if you want to know some of the spiritual gifts that God lists here in the Bible. But I'm going to skip down to verse 11, which sums it up. All these are empowered by one and the same spirit. So they all come from above. They all come from the same place. Who apportions to each one individually as he wills. So some of us have the same gifts, but we don't necessarily have the same apportion of them either. And that comes from growing in wisdom and knowledge and experience from above. As I've always had, I've always been friendly. So I'm giving you an example of one of mine. I've always been friendly. And I'm one of those people who tends to accept everybody around me and try to welcome them into my circle to make them feel comfortable and relaxed and um, come as you are. I've always been that kind of a person. And I still am. And it's interesting because my oldest is like that too. I get that comment from a lot of adults that um, are with her in a group setting that she's always the one who welcomes people who feel very uncomfortable in the group, not really sure what to say, and they're very quiet. And she always has a way of making them feel like they belong and they're they're valued. So um, I think she, she gets that from me. Well, actually, she, my husband's the same way. So she... She gets a double dose of that. So it's not a surprise that she's like that because she's grown, growing up in that environment. That's how we've raised them to be. And so uh, I think for her, it's both nature versus nature and nurture because she was definitely born that way. And she's been raised that way in that environment where our house, it's an open door. People are welcome and um, come as you are. You know, we, we're happy to have people over. We'd love to, to bring people together. And we've seen friendships bloom from different areas of our life. People have, who've met here and become friends on their own uh, afterwards because they've met here. And it's been really cool to see um, that happen. It's exciting to see people have a spark in a friendship and that it, that it grows and becomes something very sweet and valuable because we need people. I, I said that in the last episode. We need our people. And so we're very happy to be a conduit towards that, if at all, being used in that way by God. So we have the gift of hospitality, in case you're wondering if that has a label, because some of you like to label things, and that's okay. I like to do that too. If you're taking notes, you can write down hospitality. Um, that's our spiritual gift, one of them. And we have that in common. Um, in fact, all four of us do. We are all very hospitable. And maybe because we trained our girls to be that way or forced them. Some might call it forced. <laughs> we like to call it trained. Because we wanted them to know how to love others well. And that's one way that we do. And so we set that example and that model. Another spiritual gift for us, and these are our top, top two, Adam, my husband and I, there's actually a spiritual gifts test in case you're wondering. If you Google it, I'm sure you can find it. There may be several. And our, our church years ago did one, and I think we've done it a couple of times actually. But the last time we did it, my husband and I scored pretty much the same, which I thought was hilarious because we are not um, at all the same people. 
uh, as far as personalities go or habits or anything like that, but our spiritual gifts uh, measured the same, which I thought was amazing. And it's just one of those things that you think, okay, that's why God put us together because we can, we can work together in his name and we can, our, our mission in life is the same as far as it, it goes with, um, with God. So, um, hospitality was our, actually our second strongest and faith was our strongest. And I, I'm thrilled to know that my faith is strong based on a test, but I did already know that. So I didn't need a test to tell me, but it was very interesting to see faith as a spiritual gift and to understand it that way, that um, it's something that I have that I can share with others and give away and still have just as much before as before I gave it away because that's how faith works. Faith is an idea. It's a non, non-physical, non-tactile um, thing, right? It's not. It's a noun, but it's not something you can taste, smell, touch, hear, or feel. Uh, wait, um, I missed a sense. <laughs> um, you can tell me which one I missed. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, it can't be experienced with the five senses. It's a whole different level. As those of you who um, believe in Jesus know what I mean, faith is on a different level. So why did I bring that up? Well, because we had quite a weekend that we've experienced um, a lot of highs and um, a low. And um, what's cool is that, well, I I guess the low isn't cool, but um, we've had some people come and share some experiences with us that um, when we were catching up with old friends and one of our our friends from uh, days past came to us and was um, really excited to share that he has just been saved uh, like a week ago and um, like I wanted to burst with tears I was so excited for him he's my age and just he's an amazing person and he he serves the community and he's a great guy and to see him um, reach that level with God uh, of understanding of his need for him, of his need for Jesus and salvation. Uh, and now he's just exploding and God is using him immediately and he's being obedient. And it's just a great thing to catch up. I think we probably could have spent a week with him and not um, caught up enough with him in that realm. So it's been really fun to be able to share with him that experience or he's sharing with us because we've set that environment with our um, our spiritual gifts, we've set up that we are approachable, that we are um, we're trustworthy people that he could share this with. And you know, our faith is not something we hide. We keep we wear it right out on our sleeves. It's faith is not something meant to be tucked away in a box somewhere for only your time, quiet time with God. It's not a private faith. Is not private. It can be, um, you know, there's some things about it that are certainly personal one-on-one, your relationship with Jesus or my relationship with Jesus, but it's also something, um, faith, there's a saying that goes, um, faith is better caught than taught. And what that means, at least here in my house is I want my kids to, kids to catch me being faithful. I want my kids to catch me reading the word. I want my kids to catch me 
praying. Um, it's not something that I hide away from my kids. It's something that I, I set the example because I, well, first of all, I need that time and I'm not going to just like hide away and do it away from them. Sometimes I do it with them, but they need to see faith in action. What does faith look like? Because faith is hard to see because it's not a tactile thing. So to see faith in action is so very important for my kids. And that way they know, okay, what does faith look like? Because that's a hard thing to describe, as I said earlier. So what does faith look like? Well, it looks like praying because God tells us to pray all the time, right? Pray without ceasing. When you're standing, when you're sitting, when you're lying down, when you're walking along the way, all the time reading the Bible, getting in the word, because the word is Jesus. We need to know Jesus. We read the word. You know, the more you read the word, the more you get to know Jesus. And if you're still new to reading the Bible, I would encourage you to find a great Bible study. We are doing one with Coffee with Jesus box right now called Encouragement for Today. But we're switching over on July 12th to Wisdom from the Proverbs. So we're going to be jumping into Proverbs, which is huh. I mean the word itself is full of everything is full of all kinds of good stuff but the proverbs it's a really well titled book wisdom from the proverbs because the proverbs is so full of good wise advice and things that you can tuck with you and practically use every day so I'm excited that July 12th we start doing that and you don't have to like coffee to enjoy coffee with Jesus box studies and not that the Coffee with Jesus box um, company wrote these studies, but um, we I, I, it's my company. We curate, I curate them. I choose them individually because of their strength and biblical truths and um, the power that they allow us to dive deeper with our relationship with Jesus. And that's what it's about. That's what studying the Bible is about, diving deeper with Jesus. At least that's what I, how I like to metaphorically explain it because... The word is how I've gotten to know him. I've gotten to know his heart. Do I still need to know a lot more about him? Heck yeah. And every time I pick up the Bible, I could be reading the same. I could read 1 Corinthians 12 that I just read to you tomorrow. And it would mean even more to me because something else would stand out. Because I've had a whole nother day of life. A whole nother day of experience. I could be in a different situation. I could have talked to somebody later today that put something in my heart then now that's going to speak to. So reading the Bible isn't a one and done thing. Some people think it is, think they think, oh, it's like a manual. But that's that's not the way to think about it. It's, it's Jesus in a book. <laughs> it's a living, breathing Jesus in a book. And maybe that will creep some of you out, sorry. But uh, I hope that inspires you to uh, get into the word more often because it, it changes. Even though the words themselves don't change, the meaning to you are going to change and is going to change. Sorry, improper grammar there. So getting in the word every day is so very important. So our spiritual gifts, tracking back to that. you What are your spiritual gifts? Have you figured that out? Maybe you just know because you know your personality. You know how God knit you together. How are you using your spiritual gifts to encourage others? How are you sharing your spiritual gifts with your children 
or setting the example. Now, your kids do not have to have the same spiritual gifts as you. That's not going to happen all the time. It just so happens that my kids, because my oldest actually took that same test a couple of years ago when she joined youth group. They did one. It, it worked out that they did it just as she joined. And she actually tested the same as my husband and I, which I thought was pretty awesome. It didn't surprise me. And my youngest, I mean, just knowing her personality, knowing her, her giftings and seeing her the way she is with her friends and how she's come to Christ. Uh, I, have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that she would test the same. I really do. I really do. She's so good with people. She loves her friends fiercely. She is so passionate about loving on her friends and making them feel welcome. And yeah, she can be a passionate 12 year old and stubborn. And you know, once in a while they, they have a tiff, but they all come back together because that's how kids are. They are resilient and they, they're, they don't remember these things because they usually arguments are really something about something dumb, nothing deep so far. So good. So she has a good crew of friends that, um, she loves to support when they're having trouble. She loves to come alongside them and just encourage them and love on them. And I love seeing her grow in this area because she's an encourager for sure. And I think she's a born leader. So we're just training her to use that for good, not evil. <laughs> That's our goal with her. And um, I think uh, I got to share at church this weekend. Uh, we did a special service for 4th of July. I got to share a little bit about the fruit that I've been seeing uh, in my parenting with my girls. No, I'm not bragging because truly it's not me. Uh, I, I talked about uh, my, my struggles that I, I've mentioned in earlier episodes about um, depression and where I was at and you know giving up on parenting because I really I, I had nothing left and volleying my kids up to Jesus and saying you take them because I got nothing and you know for him he's like well it's about time <laughs> as you know and so I got to share the the fruit that I'm seeing now because I gave them to Jesus because I and I think back on the last I don't know six years or so I don't know what I did right, except that. I really don't. There's, I can't, I'm sorry that I can't give you the advice that you, maybe you're, you're wondering. What does she do? Her kids are coming out so good. They both love Jesus. You know, what is she doing right? The only thing I did right, my friends, was to give them up to Jesus. And anytime somebody gives, asks me for parenting advice, which I always warn them, be careful, take everything with a grain of salt, please, because... God's going to direct you to, you know, to, to do what you need to do. Give them the Jesus. I always say that. And whether they're believers or not, I say it because it's the truth. And I speak the truth. And I'm not afraid. If they're not believers, and I haven't had anybody backlash. If they're not believers, I haven't. And that's okay. Even if they did, I'd be like, listen, you know, um, sorry you don't believe, but I do, and I'm just letting you know. You asked, I'm telling you. I gave him to Jesus, and I haven't looked back because I haven't regretted it once. And it's all his work. All the fruit in their life, their lives, it's all his work. Now, I had something to do with it, obviously, but I was just executing his will for their lives in my parenting. And I can't really give you one specific example except to say I loved on them. That was my job to love and protect and nurture and educate them 
And just every time he prompted me, I was obedient. And again, that's part of me giving them to him because he's the best parent. He made us. He knows how we tick. He knows how they tick way better than I do. And he's definitely doing a much better job parenting than I ever was. <laughs> I just get to be part of it. And it's really cool. So I'm going to leave you with this. Romans 1, 11 to 12. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you. And that means like some of my spiritual gift, not, oh, I'm going I'm to, I'm the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you the, the, you know, your spiritual gift. That's not what this is saying. Because this is from Paul. So I'm going to repeat that. <clears throat> that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you. That is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So our spiritual gifts are meant to encourage one another. So how are you using your spiritual gifts? What are your spiritual gifts? If you're not sure, if you sit there, you can pray about it. Ask God. He'll reveal them. You don't have to Google a test and take some physical test. God will tell you, well, I've made you this way and I want you to use this. This is your strength. This is the strength I've given you through the Holy Spirit. Go and use it. And along the way, he's going to speak to you and give you practical steps on how to do that because that's what he does. He doesn't leave us high and dry. He's going to walk with you. He wants to walk with you. So go to him in prayer each and every day and ask him how you can use your spiritual gifts today. Lord, what are my spiritual gifts today? So let's go to him in prayer right now and then we'll end this. Heavenly Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you that you have not left us high and dry here on earth, but you are our guide. You are our redeemer. You are our word. You give us everything that we have, both physically, tactilely, materially, and spiritually. Everything we have is from you and for you. Help reveal the spiritual gifts of those who are unsure. Make it clear what your Holy Spirit has imbued in them to be used for your glory. Let them know that their purpose is meant for your glory. That each step they take is in the direction of your will. I pray, Lord, that you would guide each person. And as we switch over from uh, just daily encouragement and devotions to wisdom from the Proverbs, from Coffee with Jesus box, that your wisdom, we could use it each and every day, that we can apply it to our lives. We can honor others. We can honor you. And we can encourage one another in the way that we should go through your wisdom. I thank you for this great day, this wonderful day of life. May we not waste it, but may we use it all for your glory, to spread your kingdom, to find truth in the word, and hold it in our hearts and let it change us for the good. We thank you for all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Go have a great Tuesday, guys, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God, where we parent imperfectly, but we invite God to be the center of it. And with him, all things are possible. 
If you like this episode, please rate and review it so others can find us and be sure to share it with your friends and family. Thanks for subscribing today and God bless you.